Welcome to the Back Row Fantasy Show with your hosts, Jeremy Barker, Aaron Arms, and Chad Middle. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Back Row Fantasy Show where Niddle's waving to his adoring fans to the left and right, but to my left and right is Arms. Hi, good morning. And to my right is Nit still waving to the fans. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, uh, hey, yeah, yeah. All right, maybe, maybe, maybe after the show, girl. Maybe after the show. (laughs) That imaginary fan is not going to call you. I feel, uh, I feel so much better though after this. Let's get into it. Let's 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 roll. Dang. I mean, you you know, right off the rip. All right. So, a couple news items here. There is some news news and notes around the league. For uh, at yes, midnight last Will night. Will Lutz is appearing to win the kicker job <laughs> for, for the Saints. <laughs> Not uh, good stuff. No. Uh, t- t- tell me about uh, Julio. Ju- Julio Jones. Yes. Julio Jones. <laughs> uh, looks like looks like the Falcons made things right with him at about midnight when us old guys are sleeping and we can't, you know, be excited for Julio Jones. I was so, not. I was not breaking that news at midnight. No, not happening. We're like, oh, we'll do it at five a.m. Not midnight. Let's <laughs> <laughs> so I got at four thirty. Yeah, arms. Hey, terrible idea for you to wake up at five to be here at five fifteen. Why? I'm a guy. All I gotta do is slap on a t-shirt, slap at the base, and come on over. Yeah. It's not that difficult. I woke up at like like nine minutes ago. I don't have time to slap the bass, whatever that means. Uh, Slapping the bass. Slapping the bass. Driving to work. Driving, driving, driving to the back row. Okay. Hey. I'm glad the Falcons and Julio f- figured it out, man. Uh, I am too. I thought it was going to be a rocky situation until he left. Rocky time. <laughs> oh, rocky not that kind of rocky situation. No, no. I thought it was. I thought they were going to force him out. But hey, glad they restructured. Yeah, ah, he's been there Keeping his whole there for a long time. He's been there his whole career. There's there's not much reason to move on from Julio now. Also, uh, Josh Gordon apparently having some mental issues. Um, what I relate that to is just there's. A, a he whole, figures he's going to fail a drug test and is trying to get out before. I kind of figured he had a whole slew of girls at his house and he just wanted to spend training camp doing what Josh Gordon does with women. Get high? Uh, on love. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's why he's been suspended multiple times. Well, no, I mean, that's that's how you, that's how someone like him battles uh, anxiety and, and mental illness. You just surround yourself with the ladies. Uh-huh. I don't know. I'm, I'm spitballing. But uh, apparently Des Bryant is an option for the Browns if Josh Gordon does not report back soon. It's so nice having just a, that, that random – stud wide receiver hanging out there in yeah. free agency still. Yeah, there. you're like, oh, you broke your ankle? Hey, Dez, come here and sign. Yeah, it's, it's, it is pretty convenient. I mean, it's it's like playing in the 90s and, you know, after Jerry Rice was done with the 49ers, like sitting around, Oakland's like, ah, we could use one more. Bring in Jerry Rice. Yeah, come on, Jerry. The Chiefs yeah. back in there, like, ah, who's this Joe Montana guy? Let's let's go give Joe Montana. Is that how you Yeah, let's give him a try. Yeah. It was like the Niners, like, yeah, Joe Montana's leaving. Let's, let's go with this Steve Young fella. Steve. Looks like he can walk around and sling that rock a little bit. Steve, didn't come in here and start at quarterback for yeah. me. You're a lefty. Let's. You guys miss the Rice to T.O.? You guys miss that transition? No? Uh, Who's T.O.? T.O. would be Has he been option. in the news lately? No, he should be, though. The guy who didn't show up for his own Hall of Fame induction? <laughs> I know, man. That was... Okay. He cries about not making it the first time and doesn't show up whenever he makes it the second ballot. Did, didn't he actually attend like the uni- University of Chattanooga, where he went to college's Hall of Fame induction the same night? Did you hear no, that? I didn't or know or that. is around there? Yeah. Kind of funny, though. Mm-hmm. That's that's T.O. Also, man. how are you so far out from making uh, you know a Division II college's Hall of Fame? <laughs> I mean, just throwing that out there. Yeah, that probably should have happened like his second year in Pre- the league. Prestigious, a very prestigious like, Hall of Fame to be in. Like you're probably the only person who's ever uh, 
made it in the pros as a starter from that college. And uh, and it took you 20 years to, to make their Hall of Fame. Okay. Yeah. That's they had to find a hall and make it famous first. <laughs> they, built, they built the building for him. Yeah. yeah. And they probably had to make sure it was up to snuff for T.O. I mean, he's... You know, I mean, they probably had to be cushy and stylish. Yeah, yeah. And there's no way they, they had like an ab workout thing in there. You know? Yes, and there's no way they could have had it unless his exact college quarterback could also attend. Oh yeah, because what what is a ceremony without Tio? That's my quarterback. That's him right there. That's my quarterback. Oh, this this went off the rails quickly. Anyhow, let's let's all hope that Josh Gordon uh, gets better. Whatever's going on with him. Um, and Sounds like he's being smart. So rather than just being like, "Hey, league, I'm gonna go do some drugs." I'm gonna go. The he's entire, like, "Hey, I'm getting tempted. I, I'm gonna go talk to somebody." I, I hope that that's the case, but I I worry with it. You know, with his history, that it's you know what um, I'm about to fail a drug test, and if I'm in uh, some sort of rehab, they can't drug test me. So now I'm gonna go ahead and pull myself out before I uh, you know lose 14 million dollars or whatever it is. I know he's not getting paid like that. Yeah. But he's this is a contract year. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a, he's got a lot of he has a career on stake here. I mean, if he gets caught with anything, yeah, he, he's done. He, he's man. going the way of Justin Blackman. Like done. Speaking, See, uh, speaking of that situation, name. wasn't Martavis like the part of the rumor mill just a couple weeks ago? Like something's going on with Martavis, and it's going to be released. What that is later this week, and then well, happen. It's, it's the Raiders, and we like to cover thing that, things up so we can just win, baby. Martavis, you yeah. went to the right place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gruden had a shovel out, just burying whatever rumors were out there. <laughs> just, hey, man, <laughs> just Whoa. don't don't do it again, man. I really tried to channel my inner. Yours is better impersonations, than but that was horrible. So I yeah, that, that was a pretty rough Gruden. <laughs> hey man, right, that's it. Spider way. <laughs> For a second there, I thought you were like a you know a drunk '80s guy praying. Hey man. <laughs> hey, speaking of the '80s, so so Chad or Nit, as you know him, hey. I don't know why I called him Chad. Who's Chad? Chad. Hey, he uh. He get, he's he's kind of started the Toto Africa Revolution here oh lately. Oh my god! And uh, so I'm standing out in the t-ball field with Nit, and he starts singing Africa by Toto. And then shortly after he sings that, it kind of blows up because Weezer redid the the song, mm. and now that's given life to the actual original Africa song. And I just wanted to let everybody know there's a heavy metal and a very softly spoken female version. Of uh, Toto by Africa, or Africa by Toto. Nice. And it just makes your day better. So if you're having a rough day this morning, pop in some Toto, put on some Africa, and just imagine you're Joe from just Family bless Guy. bless the rains. Bless the rains. Ah, bless the rains. I might have to redo a little, like, Frank Sinatra So what, what you're telling me is every time I hear that terrible song, I have Chad to blame now. She's well, I mean, he's, he's helped usher in, fly. you know, the rebirth of Africa by Toto. It's gonna take a lot to drag me away from you. Yeah. I bless the rains down in Africa. Could ever do. Sing it, arms. God, I hope that sounds as good as it did to me. It sounded good in my headphones. Clearly the voice of an angel. Yes. It's hard not to be able to sing that well. Let's uh, talk about top ten quarterbacks. Yeah, I can't before wait. arms explode. What a what a great uh, transition, transition into that. Yeah, dude, I cannot wait. I I when you said we're doing top ten of everything, I was I immediately went to I can't wait to see how arms puts Derek Carr in the top ten quarterbacks. Uh, on, this I, is exciting for me. I have some editing is, to do. Strike. Is <laughs> he in there? I, I saw his name. I just I know him. he's in there somehow. He's in there. Like I, 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 there were fifteen people in my top ten that I had to dwindle down. Not one of them was named Derek Carr, but I know Derek. I think I think I'm I'm sure Arm started ten to one, and he started with Derek Carr at ten. He was just like he's in there no matter what. Yep, guaranteed. Uh, well, you know what? Why don't you just exit from exit from my head, please? I've, I've got I've got a new I have a new sound clip, uh, and they always relate to arms. Hold on, so so Derek oh, Carr is oh, not in my little, top ten. <laughs> little scribbling, little scribbling there. 
So anytime, what what arms would be no! considered a homer? <laughs> yeah, he's he's Homer. I hey Mod. I am not. That is a lie. I'm mm. I'm, I'm pretty critical on no! almost every player for the Raiders. <laughs> I like this. I, I do like Carr and I like Cooper, but I mean, really. Uh, yeah, uh, I I know a homer when I see one. That's yeah. all I'm saying. No! No! Get out of here. Uh, and arms is a homer. <laughs> okay. So let's let's get on with it. Uh, let's no, number, do we. number one, Derek Carr Arms. Are you starting it out that way? Or <laughs> let's, let's be real. It's number two. Yeah. Nit, take us to number one. Who's your number one? 2018. Your prediction. Who finishes number one in dynasty formats? Uh mainly PPR. PPR. Keeping the it, yeah, keeping PBR. it real. Why do it's it's that irrelevant? Mean, yeah, it's irrelevant here. God, I, I'm so sleepy. I, I mean, what, you I'm trying to give information. It's pretty much the same information <laughs> if it's a quarter point per per completion or a tenth point completion. Yeah, yeah, same order. So at, at the end of the day, whatever scoring format you play with, not a whole lot of differences, you know, in the rankings. I mean, maybe, yeah, I mean, maybe here and there, but for generally. Generally, if Russell Wilson was the top-scoring quarterback in one format, he was probably the top-scoring quarterback in the, another, unless you're heavy is, on rushing I was going to say, the difference is going to be a Cam Newton or a Russell Wilson right. jumping a player or two because of rushing touchdowns, and that's not, not that enough. big of a deal, usually. Yeah, not enough to uh, – no! Or Derek Carr. Yeah. Hey, I'll kick it off for you. I I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be the number one quarterback at the end of 2018. I like that. And and do you like it's, that? It's because he's the best quarterback in the league right now. I, I I think he's going to bounce back perfectly fine. He's got weapons around him. Losing Jordy Nelson, I don't think he's going to affect him all that much. Uh, I just like it's Aaron Rodgers. So it's discount double check. Aaron Rodgers is going to be dumping the ball all over the field. And what can I say? They they still haven't addressed the running situation, the running back situation, to where they can hand it off to the guy, but the guy, and they're going to get fourteen hundred yards out of him. He's still going to throw the ball around the field. They're probably going to get fourteen hundred yards out of their combined running backs. Well, every team does that pretty but, much. But, but yep. ultimately, I know I do agree. Now, how do you feel if you're a Packers fan and you've had two of the top ten quarterbacks of all time for the last twenty years and have won one Super Bowl? Have won two. Two, two Super Bowls, one apiece, one Favre, that one Rodgers. I feel fine about that. It's no Isn't small. It like twenty five years. Like, yeah, it's like ninety three to not two thousand. It's a heck of a lot better than being a Dolphins fan, knowing Dan Marino didn't get any. Pretty much everything's better than being a Dolphins fan. Two, I mean, two Super Bowl. It's probably more like two Super Bowls in the last twenty five years. But that's still good. I mean, oh yeah, that's one once every twelve years, once every ten years. That's that, that's, that's just a, a, a weird stat to see that now, but. You've also got both of them playing in the Tom Brady era, which, I mean, both of them playing in the Tom Brady era. I mean, really, that, that's what this really is. <laughs> so did Joe Montana for that for that matter. Yeah, as did Roger Stallback. Even he was chasing the goat. Yeah, I think I think they're going to be it, fine. Tom, let I'm, me let yeah. me win one. Yeah, I think Devontae Adams is an upgrade to Jordy Nelson. That's what I was, kind of where I was going with that. Agreed. I mean. And I think they have a handful. We've mentioned it several times. We all like at least one of the rookies, yeah, wide receivers, and feel like they can contribute. I think Randall Cobb's going to be pretty solid. And then the addition to of uh, of Graham, Jimmy Graham at tight end, just gives them one more weapon. They, it, I know Arms, you don't like that they and they don't utilize don't, the tight end. I don't as like much, Jimmy Graham there. I like. The Packers because they have Jimmy Graham. Yeah, yeah. It it upgrades that yeah. position for them. In it, a it upgrades that whole wide receiving core, but by no means are we like, yes, Jimmy Graham, draft him as your number one tight end, even though Frank Bonacontri said he was the number four tight end. Yeah. He's the, the a better tight end option than they've had in a while. And, yes. And I still think they're going to get some uh, uh, pass catching. And Geronimo Allison of, is going to be startable. In, in some, a lot of ways. in some weeks uh, for the Packers, not for the Packers, but the Packers and your fantasy team. Yeah. He's 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 just about got the number three job locked up, and I think he's a breakout. Packers will be fine. I like it. They've got it, it's hard not plenty it, of weapons. It was hard for me not to go with Aaron Rodgers number one. Here's the thing with Aaron Rodgers: if he's playing, 
if you don't have him at number one, you're probably nuts. Yeah. Okay. If you don't have if, if you don't have him at number one, you're you're trying to reach for somebody else to be number one. Russell Wilson. Consistency of Aaron Rodgers when healthy. He's the best quarterback statistically in the game. Okay. And he's still fairly young. He's not, you know, Drew Brees old and he's not Russell Wilson young. But he's, you know, the combination of weapons, scheme, and just overall athletic ability, Aaron Rodgers is a stud. So he's your and, number and he, one, too. And he, and he throws in a little bit on the rushing side as well. Yeah, he's got always going to chip in 300 yards, yeah. somewhere around is that a, So Rodgers is your dude. Rodgers is my number one. Okay. I, uh, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do I, it. I I really enjoy where Russell Wilson is at in his career. Not saying I enjoy the team around him because he lost weapons. He lost Graham. He lost Paul Richardson. Uh, but man, he's gonna be he's it's gonna be another year of Russell Wilson scrambling around for his life, buying time and hitting open receivers thirty yards downfield. And you don't like know that? don't know who those receivers are. But Russell Wilson has been consistently a top five quarterback, no matter how bad his cast is. I'm going to stick with Russell Wilson. Uh, I think, you know, he does a lot more with his feet. Uh, he puts up the same kind of touchdown output as Aaron Rodgers over the past few years. Uh, tack on 500 yards of rushing and and the two to five touchdowns he puts on the ground. I think Russell Wilson just barely edges out the guy you just mentioned, Aaron Rodgers. I have no data to back that up because his team is not the best. They don't have anyone to throw to besides Doug Baldwin right now, but maybe Nick Vanette becomes that guy that can put it in the red zone. So I'm going to stick with Russell Wilson just based off he's in his prime and his career arc right now. He's through for 30 TDs at least three out of the past four seasons. I like Russell. The one thing that he's got kind of going for him fantasy-wise is their defense isn't what it used to be. Nope. So they are going to be playing from behind a little bit more, and that's going to make him have a little bit more production than uh, than he would if they had that you know top flight defense. When he's low interceptions, the guy the guy rarely throws a bunch of interceptions. Actually, he just doesn't. Twelve is his career high in a season. Yeah, for but he threw eleven last year. I mean, he's pretty consistent in that ten range. Or twelve's not as high. Twelve's is projected, but yeah, oh, eleven right. is as high. I mean, that's there's nothing wrong with eleven interceptions. Not over the course of 16 games. It, no. Honestly, I, I have trouble. Who, who, what league penalizes that bad for interceptions to begin with? I'm just talking about Russell Wilson as a quarterback. I'm in I, 30 it's touchdowns impressive. a year yeah. and 8 to 11 yeah, interceptions. Yeah, no, a 3 th- three to 1 touchdown to interception ratio yeah. is – is Oh, yeah. And, and don't discount. Hall of Fame worthy. I mean, there's a, lot, there's a lot of Hall of Famers who don't have a 3 to 1 touchdown to interception ratio. And listen, in 2014, this guy – toted the rock 118 times dude had 850 yards on the ground yeah i mean that's uh i I think with the way the offense is built and his lack of weapons i think you could expect at probably between seven and eight hundred yards on the ground this year yeah i'm not gonna roast russell wilson right now i'm just gonna let my top 10 do the talking a little bit later hint hint fair enough yeah so i disagree and we'll get to it later how about that I like it. All right. So, my number two, I'm perfectly fine with another guy that's coming off a pretty big injury. My number two, Carson Wentz, man, continues the jump, continues his progression towards an MV, a perennial MVP contender in this league. I love Carson Wentz. I love that offense. I love the the running backs that they have. You figure LeGarrette Blunt's going out, and now you can uh, Ajay and your dude Clement Clement definitely my are dude. going to provide a little bit more of a peep, uh, uh, of a pass catching option on a regular basis for him. I think his projections from last year go up just a hair, and he was already projected in the top five. He was going to finish in the top five last year. I think he's number two this year. Still got the bulk of ever. Every weapon is still on that team. And the progression of Nelson Aguilar. I mean, Aguilar just looks like he's getting a little bit better little as bit time better. goes. Alshon's going to be just as good as he was last year. And Zach Ertz is a top three tied in. And they add Mike Wallace. And I'm not saying, you know, go grab Mike Wallace in fantasy, but yet another deep downfield weapon for Wentz. Just, just add, one more add five option. five to seven touchdowns right add, there. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Yeah, I I love Carson Wentz. ACL, I don't think, is a huge issue for a, a, a pocket passer, a true pocket passer. Now, he uses his legs more uh, than yeah. is realized, more like an Aaron Rodgers. He's very Aaron Rodgers. That's what I was say. Yeah. He had almost 300 yards rushing last year. Yeah, the mobile Dewey. within the pocket can get outside and extend plays, but it can also pick up five yards for a first down when the play totally breaks down and he and he's forced out of the pocket. He can take off for five to ten yards. Did you already mention Dallas Goddard at all? I did not. I mean, two tight end sets. There's, there's another addition, and Goddard supposedly looks very good so far. They lose Trey Burton. Dallas Goddard, you know, upgrade uh, is an upgrade. Yeah, is an upgrade to to the exiting Trey Burton. Not that that was a big yeah. part of and Carson Wentz's fantasy production and last if, year. And if they can get their, uh, you know, their pass catching running back situation ironed out, instead of like, is it Donnell Pumphrey? Is it Darren Sproles? Is it Corey Clement? Is it Wendell Smallwood? Most of those guys are either projected to get nothing or, you know, gone. Yeah, so, projected to get cut. And that's where I was Corey going. Corey Clement with, is going to be that guy. I, I think Ajay is the lead back, yeah. your first, second down guy. Yep. But he's more of a pass catcher than LeGarrette Blunt was. A little bit. And then you insert whoever you said. I, I, I think it's Corey Clement. I truly do. Yeah, me too is a better upgrade on a third down back than what Ajayi was when he was more oh, in that absolutely. role. So you're you're going to get more uh, uh, passing production out of your running back core in 2018. I think that puts Wentz over the top of the next three or four guys. I don't hate it. So my Ooh. number two is going to be Deshaun Watson. Deshaun. I can't hate that either. I, I, now, I'm probably stretching a little bit for it. but It is if, a little. If you look at his stats, so let's start his first two games. It's his first two games of his career. He goes for 300 yards, 283, 261, 225. And with that, it's two touchdowns, four touchdowns, five touchdowns, three touchdowns. The game he got hurt in, 402 yards and four touchdowns. Now, I'm not even saying double what he's done because that puts him right around uh, 40 touchdowns. But I can't see him falling below 30. I mean, add in the fact that he's got all that mobility. In just seven games played, he had 269 rushing yards and two touchdowns. So he's got you know more athletic ability as far as uh, speed from the pocket, moves from the pocket, than even Russell Wilson. I mean, Watson's got the ability and the arm strength to change the game. Like, and, and his recovery is Adrian Peterson like so if that tells yeah. you anything about you know how fast he can come back from injury and he's got he's the be probably the best security blanket in the league in Nook oh yeah I uh, mean he's your premier wide receiver right now I got him it, it, it's very nice to have a Nook and then you to. you have uh, you know three kind of very similar guys in that slot role you know with Cote uh, Miller and uh, help me out. The kid from oh, Will Fuller. Fuller. Yeah, yeah. Will Fuller, Braxton Miller, Kiki Kuti. Some combination of those three are going to be on the field with, with, exactly. with Nook at all times. Ex- exactly. And he, he, none of them have to be a star for him to be a star. But they're all wildly athletic slot-type wide receivers. Yes. And I'm not a big fan of Lamar Miller, but ultimately he can catch the ball out of the backfield. So yeah. he's got it. He's got dump-offs everywhere. If it all breaks down, he can get out with his legs, you know, move the chains. I mean, he, he's got superstar written all over him. If he stays healthy, Deshaun Watson's got a, a chance to put up an all-time great fantasy season. And if they, for any reason, end up making some kind of a trade or picking up someone that got cut at tight end, if they got Watson a little better weapon at tight end, I mean, watch out for sure. Because he, he, he can make anyone relevant. I don't see a tight end on the roster that I would salivate over, even though they're playing with Deshaun Watson. But there's not they a, upgrade just a tad. Yeah. They're, they're, I think they do. I, I I think they'll find a tight end. I, one of the guys in they'll camps. They'll find somebody to be passable, but, I mean, they – you know, they, they could use that red zone weapon. I think a whole lot – like the Bill O'Brien offense is actually heavy on tight ends. I mean, he, he is a double tight end set kind of offensive-minded coach. I mean, that that's what he likes to do. But that's more for the running game. I think he's going to realize what he has in Deshaun Watson and let him loose a little bit. Again, with that combination of Miller, uh, Will Fuller, Kiki QT can go four wide receivers with those guys and Nook. I think it's going to be a fun season for the Houston Texans. I agree. And then if, you know, Dante Foreman ends up playing this year, just makes him that much better. 
little bit better. My number two is Aaron Rodgers, and I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about him because Nit covered it for me, but I believe he'll come back from injury just fine. This is Aaron Rodgers we're talking about. He's not going to come back and be a shell of his former self. Not possible. Not happening. He'll be fine. Perfectly well, fine. Well into his 30s. So, Aaron Rodgers to me, I think I think Russell Wilson is my number one. Just barely edges out Aaron Rodgers. I like Rodgers a ton, and I actually like this uh, new look Green Bay offense with three solid running backs. Uh, if Randall Cobb goes down, you just put Ty Montgomery right in the slot. I mean, there's so many interchangeable parts Pieces. in Green Bay. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is going to do just fine with it. Yeah. Let me ask, are they up on a pedestal? Are they up on a pedestal for you, those two guys, Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers, or is your three going to be finishing close to it? They're up on a pedestal. If it wasn't for injuries to Watson and Carson, those guys might be up on that same pedestal, but Rodgers and Wilson, to me, are on that pedestal, and it's that's my tier one, so yes. Okay. And then it's tier two, number three on down. And that's kind of how it is for me, too, with Rodgers and Wentz, to be quite honest. But I'll, I'll keep it rolling. And I'll keep it rolling on the injury recovery, guys. Arms, I love it, man. I got Deshaun Watson. I love I love Watson at two for you. I got him at number three. And just to kind of s- s- uh, quickly review what you said. What was that? S- s- <clears throat> I got caught up, man. <clears throat> All right. You got All right. Quarterback. I got That's my quarterback. Right? Deshaun Watson. I just think Deshaun Watson's going to be so good. I don't even know why. I don't have any information for you, but he's just going to be number three quarterback. Nick could be one of the one of Watson's receivers. Who, who's a lanky white guy that that played receiver in, in recent memory? Jordy Adam Thielen? I wouldn't say he's lanky. <laughs> I don't know. Thielen's kind of lanky. Th- th- yeah. Thielen looks six little, five. Little We're talking thicker. six five though. All we right. need somebody that's six five. Riley Cooper? Uh that there you fit, go, that fits. There you go. That fits, you country bumpkin. Yep, yeah. Well, hey, just just to throw it out there, Deshaun Watson. Uh I, I he impressed me so much in the short the small sample size I got last year and just his last year at Clemson leading that team to a national championship. I I I think he is a long-term successful quarterback in this league. I mean, he had yeah. we had a in a five-game stretch, his lowest game was 29.64 points. That's pretty good. That's, that's, that's ridiculous. That's pretty good. I'll, I'll kick the can down the road. Your turn. So I'm going to go with the Wentz and uh, hey. back to the progression. Lots you of know, switches. At his three, he, third year in the league, we've seen that this system is very you know quarterback friendly. Yeah. Uh, and I don't see any reason to you know think it's going to change. I mean, is he being protected a little bit by the system? Who cares? He's yeah. still in it. You know, ultimately, they're defending Super Bowl champions. They've still got a good defense. They've, you know, still got most of their offensive weapons. You know, yeah, whoop de doo They lost uh, Blunt. Who cares? I don't think anyone cares when they lose Garrett Blunt on their team. Um, Wentz is going to absolutely set the world on fire again this year. And as you said, he's he's poised to become a perennial MVP contender. Yeah. I mean, Doug Peterson has it cooking over there. I mean, it, that that is a very, very – efficient offense like mm-hmm. you said quarterback friendly it's hard not to be successful if you're Nick Foles yeah. so Carson Wentz I th- Nick Foles ain't bad I mean, obviously he's a Super Bowl MVP but I'm just saying that is a quarterback friendly system Doug Peterson's going to cater that offense to make whoever's running the show successful and it just so happens to be a guy that I think is going to be a, a multi Multi-year MVP in this league in the years to come. Carson Wentz is a top three quarterback all day. In 13 games, he fell below 25 points twice. Yeah. Wentz was definitely consistent before he went down with injury. But I'm going to throw a curveball at you guys. At number three. After I said he's going to be a top three quarterback, he has to be. I knew you were going to be like, "Eh, I'm I'm not putting him in my top. Bumping him out. All right. So, listen, I I love Wentz and I love Watson, and you're going to hear why shortly. Um, but but I'm not putting them in the top three just yet. I worry about you know coming back from injury, starting off a little rusty, and that being just the little edge that Tom Brady needs to finish in the three spot. Ooh. I think after failing to capture that Super Bowl win, you're going to see a man on fire, <laughs> man on fire, <laughs> kissing his children, hugging Giselle, and Tom Brady is going to raise some hell. 
He's going to throw <laughs> balls all over the field. He's got Julian Edelman coming back. He's got Christian, or uh, sorry, not Christian Michael. That's hilarious that I thought that. He's got so- Sony Michelle. <laughs> yeah, he's basically got, the same guy. <laughs> he's got some new weapons. Gronk is coming back. I, I just, I like what New England has. I don't ever doubt Tom Brady. And to me, he's just going to edge out those aforementioned guys. Tom Brady, the GOAT. Hate even saying it because I'm not a fan. Dude, but Tom Brady's my number three. You he is my number three. And no explanation beyond that is needed. It's Tom freaking Brady, man. He's the, I, I, I love I'm not saying draft him as the third guy. We're talking about fantasy finishes. Yeah, we're just going to finish third. We're just saying one through one through ten, how we think they're going to finish 2018. And I'll, I'll go ahead and just say, let's kick off round four here. Number four here, mine's Tom Brady. I, I think he stays. Man, would you look at that? He stays right in the top five. I mean, he's just too good. He still is. He's tall and lanky. If he was a receiver, which we saw in the Super Bowl, he is not. Yeah. That would be kind of nittleish. Oh, if he. I'm going to just leave finger, Tom Brady finger, out of my top four here. Tips. Oh, here comes Derek Carr. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I tell you who I am going to bring up. Speaking of returning from injury, Andrew Luck. Whoa. Uh, Andrew, something to chew on right there, Nick. So, Andrew Luck returning from injury. He was always a top five or six quarterback. And, you know, it finally brings T.Y. Hilton back into relevance. You guys are that, you know, you guys are that upset about Andrew Luck? No, I like it. Um, I like that you, you tossed the poison pill in there. Now, the thing about Luck is he's basically always over 4,000 yards. Um, generally a fairly high touchdown number, you know, 30-ish, you know, each season. And that's good Ish. enough That's good enough to get into that top four range. I mean, if if he holds up throughout the season, you know, he's guys, he's still young. Yeah, it took him a while to recover from this injury, but he wanted to come back and do it right. And I think by all reports he has. Uh, he's slinging it in camp. He, he's looking good in camp. And he, I his – Game tape is all I need to know. If they say he's looking good in camp, I have no reason to believe it's not going to translate over. He's, he's not 35 years old. He is walking into kind of a depleted receiver core in Indy, though. When did he have a good one? Yeah. it's It's been better than what it is now. Now yeah. it's T.Y. Hilton and what and who and where. Is there anyone? I mean, he did at least have Nitz perennial Hello. all-star Dante Moncrief. Yeah. Hello, do I have a running back? Hey, not not particularly. No, no. I, that that's what scares me. Not is the weapons yet. Right. I like that you inserted some luck in there. I, yeah, I, I I'm going to go ahead and, and and jump on this opportunity here to to bash a little Andrew Luck and little because and he's little not in arms. my top ten and, and arms. Yes, I know. I always like to deflect it because I'm like I'm going to bash Andrew Luck, but in the back of arms of mine, he's like. He's bashing my, he's bashing my picks, man. But I, it's the talent around Andrew Luck. I mean, you have to come back from injury with just T.Y. Hilton of what five eight five five ten at best receiver, just not a great uh, option. You know, like the outlet you said that Nook will be for Deshaun. T.Y. Hilton's nothing like that for Andrew Luck. Don't like the running back core. Don't like the rest of the supporting cast at wide receiver. And tied in the really, I mean, we don't, we still don't know how that tight end situation is going to uh, shake out. They got the tight end from Detroit, uh, Ebron, Ebron, Eric Ebron. He's shown really that he's just not that superior of a tight end. He could have a resurgence being a bit in a like different Ebron. role. I, I mean, I don't hate Ebron, but I think he's just kind of a. Meh. The middle of the pack guy, just a, a oh, he's middle of the pack, nonstop tier two. But Andrew Luck needs some weapons around him. I don't. I, Andrew Luck's a top ten talent. I just, it's not there. He's, he's just not there yet. He's not for me. He's also to to add on things we've said about previous quarterbacks. He's a little more mobile than people realize. You know, he adds a couple touchdowns a year with his legs. Now I, I did look up he, his last two seasons. He had twenty three touchdowns, but prior to that, he had forty. You know, with a depleted team, a terrible team around him, still have, you know, 4,300, almost 4,400 uh, passing yards and 23 touchdowns. Add that's, in another 250 rushing yards. That's not good enough for four, I don't think. I think he'll be fine. Hmm. Oh, by the way, they're going to be playing from behind a lot. 
That's what she said. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. All right. Give us a round off the round four. All right. So uh, at number four, I'm, I'm going to dip right back into where we were. You know, dipping dip that, that dipper back to where you've been in the past. Carson Wentz is my number four. Uh, he's not, he avoided the pup. He is going to come back just fine. I mean, he could start out a little rusty and slow, but even if he does, it doesn't matter. The torrid pace that he was on last season, he was he he was staring down the barrel of the number one position, the number one fantasy finish, and injury kind of derailed that. Him and Watson were right there. Uh, I love Wentz. I the Eagles have not lost anything, and in fact, they've gained. They've got a more secure situation at running back. You know, Ajay is going to be the guy. You know Clement's going to be the pass catcher. Um, you've got uh, wide receivers aplenty. I don't love any of them, but I like Alshon. I like Aguilar. I like right. Mac Hollins to maybe step up this right. season. I like Mike Wallace. And you got Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard. Like, they just keep giving Wentz more. They're setting this guy up for success, and it won't surprise me at all if he finishes number one. He's not. I'm not predicting him to do so. But Carson Wentz is the future of this league at quarterback, him and Deshaun Watson both, and he's my number four. Wouldn't surprise me if he outperformed my prediction, but I'm going to predict a little bit of a slow start to the season, just enough to bump him back behind some of the so that some of the goats, some of the goats in the league before him. I, and I get that that injury recovery, having a few, you know, the first quarter of the season, it takes him to get back in playing. I think the, it's going to be close. Goes. One through four is going to be. Extremely close. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, I, kicking off round five, this is just a guy, like, I've always wanted him as my fantasy quarterback. I never get him. Uh, Derek Carr. And, and uh, he, he's always in right around the number five finisher. Peyton Manning's retired. It, it's Matthew Stafford. I, mean, uh, I love it. Just so consistent, man. I love it. Year in, year out, Matthew Stafford is just right there in the middle of the top ten. And, and he does it. Kind of quietly, and he does it with consistency. And he hasn't really. The only thing he has lost was the aforementioned Eric Ebron, who is really has no matter on the way. Yeah, Detroit don't Ma- like tight ends. Yeah, Matthew Stafford's st- season uh, shakes out. So it, it's it's Matthew Stafford. It, it's Matthew Stafford easily. As my number five quarterback. I mean, I think he's a top five quarterback. It's easy for me to say he's losing nothing. Golden Tate is still Golden Tate. Um, that that offense is going to be just as good as it always has been. I mean, you look at his stats and you say... They are who we thought they were. 4,200-plus mm-hmm. yards, 25-plus touchdowns. And just wherever you think that's going to finish, that's what Matthew Stafford's getting. I mean, the the one year he didn't, uh, since 2011, didn't finish with... You know, a four in front of his statistics. Yeah. It's because it was a five. Okay. Yeah. He had 5,000 yards that year. 4,200 plus yards for a long time. I mean, he's just getting so consistent. Not to mention, you can bank on 20 points a game. Dude finished under 20 just a couple times last season. And it was but in he, high teams. You're saying he's beating on the 19. door still. I mean. Yeah. I mean, it's just consistency. Matthew Stafford is not giving you a dud at any point in the season. And, it, and he's not. The, he's also not the person who's going to give you 45 points this week, 15 the next week. No. He's going to give you 20, 40, 32, 25. You know, I mean, he's going to usually have higher-end quarterback numbers. Like I said, he's the guy I always wanted at quarterback because you don't have to draft him that high. You, it, it seems like the guy, he's always like the number eight or nine quarterback off the board, but always finishes number five. I just could never nab him. He's been my, he's been my Eleanor. A little gone in 60 seconds reference right there. Bring Sally up. All right. All right. So I'll, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this guy. It's Russell Wilson at five for me. Um, he could easily make it into the top two or three. There's no doubt about it. The one thing I will say about Wilson is – 34 touchdowns, yeah, he's done that twice in his career, but prior to that, 26. That's the best he's done. 34 touchdowns on just right around 4,000 yards, it's not typical for him. So if he can continue that pace, absolutely it's going to be great. But usually what you see with Wilson is a poor first half, not terrible, but not that top five quarterback you're looking for. And an absolutely dominant second half of the season. So – 
that's very uh, high possibility that's going to come back. And if if you have someone else has him, try to trade for him halfway through the season. Yeah. Okay. I still haven't named him. We're number five, right? Yeah. Uh, Deshaun Watson, pretty pretty easy choice. I, I I believe I believe what we saw in his rookie season is what Deshaun Watson is. There's I I I find no way in my head or my heart that the Sean Watson is not going to be a superstar in the league. That's all I got to say. You guys summed it up. I love Kiki Kuti as another weapon for him. Uh, you not know, a you got no yard guy, just another 600 yard guy yeah, to just add another, on to the 1500 yards that, uh, another guy with sure hands that can play in the slot that can replace Braxton Miller. Who's been a bust. Uh, you got Nook. Will Fuller's one heck of a deep threat. Lamar Miller, while we don't love him, he gets the job done. I think Lamar Miller's going to be fine. They've got, I think he's going to have a really good year. That tight end, I mean, they don't have a good tight end. they got two serviceable tight ends with Ryan Griffin and Steven Anderson. Not, yeah. Neither one of them great. Both of them better than Austin Safari and Jenkins. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. But, you know, they're okay. And they're not they're not liabilities, I guess is my point. I, I wish Antonio Gates would get off his Chargers high horse and would have just went to Houston. Yeah. <laughs> I got I got to name their rookie, their rookie tight end Jordan Akins uh out of out of U, the University of Central Florida. He's he's a weapon, man. He played extremely well against Auburn in in the bowl game. I think he could walk in and actually be a starting tight end in that offense. I, I got to throw that out there. He's got a full camp to get it, and he he's a little bit older. He's a little bit more mature. He's not like a, a third year, ju- you know, a, a junior coming out or anything like that. A little bit more mature. I think they could find. I'm not saying it's going to be him. It's just someone to monitor. I think they'll find a pass catching option at tight end in Houston next year. Done on Deshaun Watson. We all got him off the board. In Good the top to go. Five. GTG. All right, let's get to this bottom half of the top ten. These guys are horrid, man. <laughs> bottom <laughs> half of the let's top ten is terrible, man. Yeah. Now, I my number six guy, Kirk Cousins. I like what he did in Washington. Got one With, shaking his head and one shaking his yes and no over here. Me and arms conflicted. We got a yes and a no. Kirk Cousins is going to a better situation, man. I think he's, he's playing in a dome. This dude is – Dome! Dome! <laughs> <laughs> he's got Thielen. He's got Diggs. He, he he's going to be perfectly fine. A healthy Dalvin Hook. Cook. Dalvin Cook's going to kick in seven hundred yards on the ground. Mark it down. I think Dalvin Cook is seven hundred yards. You're awful no, excited about that. Seven hundred yards receiving. <laughs> okay, okay. You said on the ground. I was like, oh, watch out for that. Guy. In your top ten on the last episode of running backs. Seven hundred yards. Bull prediction. I have a top ten running back with seven hundred yards rushing. Nice. <laughs> Most of them will. No, Dalvin Cook will be kicking like six, seven hundred yards receiving in 2018. I, this is going to be a scary offense. So I'm going to jump right off that and because I've got uh, Cousins at my six as well. Here's why. That consistency we've seen with Stafford, we're now starting to see that with Kirk Cousins. So last three years, four th- or, you know, f- 2015, 4,100 yards, 29 touchdowns. 2016, 4,900 yards, 25 touchdowns. Finished the number three quarterback. Uh, 2017, 4,093 yards and 27 touchdowns. Finished the number five quarterback. There's no reason to believe that he's going to slide back much further than five. Yeah. So six is where I've got him at. Easily could have had him at four or five, but he is consistently a star and in a better situation than he's ever been in before. I don't think he's going to back up any one bit, you know. Yeah. He, he's not He's not taking a back. And the other thing about him, he doesn't really throw interceptions. Last year, as terrible as that offense was in Washington, he did not force the ball too often into traffic. I mean, I expect it kind of expected a guy – who was the only offensive – when your quarterback's your only offensive weapon, usually get approach 20 interceptions. Yeah. So you, you like that, Jeremy? You like that? Yeah. I don't. You My, like that? I don't. My number six, I, I've got to go with Shane Falco here. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh, did I say Falco? No, a different underdog. Matthew, really Matthew Stafford, a different replacement that everybody forgets about. Thank you. And when he gets on the field – Everyone just loves him. Thank Matthew you. Stafford's my dude, man. I If I go into a draft, I'm targeting Stafford. Every year, every time, he gets forgotten about. He puts up top ten finishes consistently. Uh, I hate even putting him at six. I wanted to put him as high as three, but I just couldn't do it. 
But I love Matthew Stafford. I love his supporting cast. I think Kenny Galladay is going to take a step forward. Uh, that'll probably make Marvin Jones take a little bit of a step back. But Tate, when you're Jones, Galladay, I like them. Uh, their new running back, I don't know if he's going to catch the ball much. But Stafford, it doesn't matter. Doesn't, it doesn't matter who Stafford has. Stafford no. is consistent, if anything else. And it's always, always good enough for a top seven finish. Mark it down. Just draft Stafford. Yeah. Carry on Johnson. Capable if not impressive. Yeah, yeah. Very capable. You got Theo Riddick still, so he doesn't have to catch passes. But That's a good wide receiving core. I mean, plain and simple. Yes. It, it, it's it's a very good wide receiving core in Detroit. Uh, my number seven, to kick it off, I struggled to put him here because of the where he's trending in his career. Uh, but it's Drew Brees. I hate you. Oh, not overly exciting here. But I just I wanted Used to drop to him down a little bit more. But but I think Drew Brees is going to be perfectly fine. Oh. Michael Thomas is that receiver. I mean, he is that good man. That yeah. he who is that man? When Drew Brees can't find anyone open, which he throws people open. I mean, yeah. he, he's always just thrown people open because he he knows. He just he's on a different level when it comes to timing with his receivers, and now he has a dominant wide receiver in Michael Thomas. I think it could be a very yeah. I think it's just going to be a very good year for Drew Brees. He's going to do Drew Brees things. Him, one of the most dangerous pass catching backs in the league. He he has the possibility. Yeah, Alvin Kamara, mark him down for another eight hundred yards receiving, receiving. If not a thousand, I think I said it on the running back side. Alvin Kamara might be your first thousand and thousand guy, thousand on the ground, thousand through the air. Uh, that's going to be a good offense. I think Drew Brees gets back into into that upper, for, you know, forty five hundred plus yards, if not approaching five thousand again. So, sadly, my number seven is also Drew Brees, and I'll piggyback off what you said. You're we, welcome. We add Cam Meredith, you know, we add Traquan Smith. You still got Ted Ginn. I mean, you can say whatever you want about their tight ends. I mean, they've got what, Ben Watson, Josh Hill, who, oh, you know, nobody impressive there. Yeah. But ultimately, Drew Brees has been throwing for over 4,200 yards since Jesus was in diapers. Yeah. Like, he's literally his Jesus? his worst season since 2006 was 4,300 yards and 23 touchdowns, and that was last year. And I don't think that was like a regression of Drew Brees. I think they they found enough on the in the rushing game last exactly. year that they didn't have to force Drew Brees to throw for five thousand yards. Exactly. So twelve years of twenty three plus touchdowns, most of them are over thirty, and basically every year over forty five hundred yards as well. Yeah. Second I mean, lowest interceptions in his career last year. Yeah. I mean, he's he's Father Time's going to catch up with him, but I don't think this is the year. I just I, I feel like the Saints have uh, found a way to run the ball effectively, and I think it's going to affect Drew Brees. I think he's still good for a top ten, but I don't know. I, little... Drew Brees could finish number one and not surprise me, okay. and he could finish number ten and not surprise me. Right, but he's not right. going to finish fifteenth. All right, all right, all right. Where, where are we at? Seven, seven. So, so, so seven. Shane Falcon. No, okay. So seven. Siete. Will I'm, I'm going to go with a guy I don't even. I've never drafted this guy. I, mean, I probably never will. Uh, but Cam Newton is my seven. And the reason Cam Newton is my seven is you got C.J. Anderson, to me, is an upgrade on Jonathan Stewart. Uh, Christian McCaffrey should be a little better in the second year. I don't like him in fantasy as much as most. Uh, you've added D.J. Moore. You're going to have a second year of Curtis Samuel. I know I laugh when Arms mentions Curtis Samuel. Uh, but Devin Funches came on, I think, I think <laughs> and it's about the puke. Ugh. I think that Cam Newton has just enough weapons, and you got Greg Olson coming back. Just enough weapons and just enough left in the tank on the ground. He's he's a shoe in for a top seven finish almost every year, like Stafford. So Cam Newton easily easily is by seven over guys like Breeze. I I I I am scared. You, Flat out you, scared of Cam Newton in two thousand eighteen. Use is a scared? Devin Funches is not good. Curtis not Samuel is more like Braxton Miller. Funches is the number two. If DJ Moore can be what they drafted him to be, and you still have Funches, to, to DJ Moore is Curtis Samuel and Christian McCaffrey. I mean, they're all the same guy. 
Right. No DJ I, they Moore. do not. They don't have DJ Moore's good. They don't. don't good. I don't know about DJ Moore. He. I mean. He, he played at Maryland. I do. He going to be good, guys. I tell you. The, I, I don't. C.J. Henderson's not exciting. The only thing, still the not only exciting, thing. exciting. It's an upgrade. The the only thing exciting on that, that, that team, that offense, is Cam Newton. I mean, Christian McCaffrey's a good PPR running back, but he doesn't do anything to Which helps deflect. Cam Newton. To, but it doesn't take anything. They could still get after Newton. I mean, they're. They don't have a guy. I, I don't like that offense as a whole. I'm scared of Greg Olson too. I'm just there's just a lot of things that I'm scared of in Carolina. And listen, you're getting. I wanted to. I wanted to put him in my top ten. Cam, you're getting, you're Cam, getting Cam Newton five. has never thrown for more than twenty touchdowns two seasons in a row. Doesn't matter. Last he season rushes. he had twenty two. He puts five to ten TDs on the ground. Now I'm hold on five a to seven hundred yards. No, and they've never I and they've never had I'm sticking up for my quarterback. <laughs> I, I, yeah, okay, stick up for your quarterback. My quarterback. But aside from what a season of D'Angelo uh, Williams a few years back, yeah. Jonathan Stewart's okay. C.J. Anderson's a better running back than Jonathan Stewart. Listen, C.J. Anderson's a better goal line back than Jonathan Stewart. So, are we going to lose some rushing touchdowns to Cam Newton? I absolutely think so. Newton's not going to have the rushing statistics he always has. You know, five, six, seven, eight, nine touchdowns a year on the ground. You take those away. Cam Newton is an is an average quarterback. He only throws for thirty four hundred yards. Yeah, and he still finishes top seven. But I mean, this is he threw for twenty two touchdowns that's, but last that's season. That's based on his rushing. And, uh, you take exactly. the, you take away those five rushing touchdowns. Who's, at who's a taking who's taking those away? C.J. Anderson. No, he's ne- Cam has never fallen below five touchdowns on the ground in his career. Playing with guys in the backfield that are capable. You just said C.J. Anderson's not exciting. Cam's a, a lock for five on the ground. Every time they get to the three yard line or deeper. The ball goes to Cam at least once he's, he's out of those run, three attempts. He's probably getting some sort of RPO run pass option. He's he has a better team in front of him now than get, he has the last couple of years. That's that. all I'm saying. Here, is here. if he finishes top seven by playing with a bunch of garbage and he's the exciting guy, you you add a guy like DJ Moore to the mix, and he's still a lock for top seven. That's all, all right. I'm saying. He's still going to have his rushing yards, still going to have his rushing touchdowns. And I think he outperforms the past two years in passing touchdowns. I like, I see him at about 25 as opposed to 22 to 19. Yeah. If anything, if anything, I, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to like back off the, the cam Hayden. Well, really it, it's not the cam. It, it's that offense. It, that, that scares me the most, but if anything, I see a few guys, Jumping up over him and forcing him out of the top ten. I guess that's kind of where I'm at on him. I think he'll probably put up similar numbers to last year, but I think he takes a little regression in the combination of guys coming up and him losing a little production as a quarterback drops him out of my. My biggest problem with Cam Newton is if their running game improves, his value declines. I don't think it necessarily improves, but I think Jonathan Stewart was a turd, and if McCaffrey progresses at all. That, that's production away from Cam Newton. You also go look at it if the running game improves, which I think it has to improve a little. That That's more red zone opportunities, more time on the field for Cam to put up some points. Let's get through this 8-10 to because this is the meat and potatoes. And I won't lie, I'm so curious to find out who these last three guys are from you two guys. Not. Right. My number eight, I, he's a guy that he was nowhere. He's going. He's like nowhere Cameron. near. Yeah, Cameron Newton. I don't know if you heard of. Him. <laughs> <laughs> After we just dogged him. Yeah, no, it's Jimmy Garoppolo. In, oh, okay. In, in in San Francisco. I mean, I again, I think Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan is an offensive guru. I think they have the play, the the players pieces in place. To allow Jimmy Garoppolo to have a top ten finish, I mean, you know, we love Jarek McKinnon at at running back. You have a all kinds of different options at wide receiver. You have a developing George Kittle at tight end, and I think Jimmy Garoppolo has a has like top five moxie. Moxie. He has that winning at. He just leadership. There's just something about Jimmy G. You know, he comes into a terrible. Situation: The Niners were they 
Had they won a game? I don't know. Maybe if, if one, and then won. he reeled off the rest. They're like one at nine. Oh, a little raspy. Got a little raspy still. I'm just going to finish. Got a little Jimmy G in your I'm going to finish this part a little. Dude, the, guy, the guy's got moxie. The guy's got moxie. He's going to lead the Niners to like an 11-5, and 12-4 season. I, I, and it's on his arm. And he's got a little of that, I can get out of the pocket. I can get down the field. I can kick in 300 to 400 yards Which is rushing. 15 rushing yards you had last year? Hey, he's going to be fine. He's going to be fine, boy. Yeah, that dude's, that dude's going to be good. Under no, I, 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 of its I don't hate Jimmy G. I mean, I do like his, his weapons around him. They're all young outside of Gerson, and if they develop with him, he'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll go to my eight, and my eight is actually the reason why you should wait on quarterback. Yeah. Okay. The reason you shouldn't draft quarterback in the top five rounds because his name's Matt Stafford. There you go. All right. That consistency, you could pick him up a lot later and still have a top ten quarterback that's not that far of a shot from number one. Almost a guaranteed top ten. Yeah. That's what so Matthew Stafford is. You'll wait on a Matthew Stafford and you're going to be fine in your fantasy league. I love it. My number eight, I love the Moxie, and there is something about Jimmy G. And let me tell you something. If this guy has the confidence to go out and bang a porn star. He has the confidence to take San Francisco where they need to go. This guy took Kiara Mia, Mia out on a date. He's like, yeah, look at me out in public <laughs> with this porn star. No shame. Still looking GQ and you know as what? Jimmy She's, G there we does. Go. There ain't no shame in there his game. There ain't no shame in his game. He's confident as all get out. He's like, I don't care how many have been here before me. I'm going to rock this out just like Kiara Mia San Francisco just, is going places. Now, when you said it's when like you say the used Porsche, who yeah. cares how many people have had it before? Exactly. When you say there's, are you talking about Joe Montana and Steve Young? When you say you don't care how many people's been there before him, absolutely. That's what you're going with, right? Not to mention, you know, um, uh, Captain Stabbing, who else, whoever else with his date, <laughs> dating <laughs> life. <Captain Stabin. laughs> all right, all right. I'm just making sure that's where you're referring. Lex- Lexington Steel. Dude, maybe. I got to high five hey, you on that. Here, Jimmy G in the top. Here's what 10. I'm gonna say about Jimmy G. He's not afraid, knowing that he's working with less than what his team's normally working with, and it's evident by who he's dating. Last thing he came out and said, he felt that he was going to wrangle the starting job from Tom Brady if he stayed in New England. That's confidence. confidence we're dude. talking we're That's talking Moxie. We're That's talking a- Baker Mayfield's slightly older brother here with Moxie. Yeah. I, I love it. I love Jimmy G. I love Kyle Shanahan. I love Jarek McKinnon there. It, things are trending up for Jimmy G, including his love life. Yeah. I, I love it. Number nine, man. I God, can I just talk about Jimmy Garoppolo a little bit more? Nope, we've only got seven minutes before Dang we it. have to do our nine to fives. All right, this will be quick because he's been named and he was the number one quarterback last year. I got Russell Wilson all the way down at nine, and, and I'm not going to touch Lord. on it a long way. But That's he what t- Jimmy G said, dude, he takes a tumble. I think he takes a tumble in the down the quarterback finishes, and it's just how bad that offensive line is. The fact that you have Rashad Penny as you, penciled in as your starting running back, Chris Carson currently, you lose a tight end that that was a, a great offensive threat, and you have Doug Baldwin, who I have, Doug I Baldwin. have, I have respect for, but it's Doug Baldwin. I mean he he's not he's not he's not a top elite. Hall of Fame caliber wide receiver. Baldwin's consistently good. Great hands. Gets open. But the problem is, does he beat you know one-on-one coverage? Does he beat double coverage every time? I can't even name another wide receiver that I would on on their squad other than Amara Darbo. <laughs> That's horrible. Uh, we all know how that we they, feel about Darbo. Yeah. I, is that the truth, though? I mean, who's their who is it, a, it? Is Amara Darbo their uh, number two? Tyler Lockett is is, but he's never. Yeah, I'm just saying name recognition. No, I get it. I get it. Moving on. It, that that's why he takes a tone. I, I I feel like I do have to defend him because I I don't have disrespect for Russell Wilson. It's just there, there's nothing there. There's nothing there. That's why he takes such a, a huge tumble. I'm gonna go with a completely un- unproven guy. Let's just you know. Derek Carr. Nope. <laughs> Dang it. Where is Derek? <laughs> now Where is he? Baby, I'm going. Pat. Unproven guy. I thought this was the perfect spot for pa- him. Patty Ice. 
Uh, Patty, how's your stay in the AFC Ooh, West? Man, that's Patrick Mahomes. I love him, but hey, Ooh. you know what? You're, you're overlooking some vets. I don't. I don't care. This is my top ten. This isn't yours. Okay, fair enough. All right, hey, just just because you disagree with me doesn't doesn't mean I'm wrong. Well, All most right. of the time it does, but we'll, we'll overlook it this time. I mean, Arms, arms did his top ten in crayons. So. <laughs> Next week, I'm upgrading to colored pencils. <laughs> Tyreek Hill. Very Kareem good. Hunt. Very good. Travis Kelsey. Very good. We add in Sammy Watkins. I think it's a perfect landing spot for Sammy Watkins. They've got a couple, you know, guys have been in that system for a few years, and like Conley and, you know, some of the other receivers they've got. He's going to be fine. And I, Andy Reid. Andy Reid has a tendency to get the most possible out of quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And – he he checks all the boxes from a you know arm strength consistency standpoint as far as when he was in college. I know the game's faster, but he he does have Andy Reid and nobody else does. So yeah. that that's all I need to say about Patty Eyes. I all def- right. and I'll defend it. It crossed my that's mind. My quarterback. It crossed my mind. He he. It crossed my mind to put him in the top ten. There's like you just said, Bark. A few veterans. I'm going to end on another veteran. But I I, I hey, like man, it. It's my turn. I like the project. I didn't say I was saying that. I said I'm going to end on it. Okay. It's your turn. It's your turn. I want to go. <laughs> Get my cheesy <laughs> It's My turn. Uh, go. All right. Number nine. Not much explaining needs done. It's a veteran. It's a year in, year out, top 10 quarterback. It's Ben Roethlisberger at number nine. You got a second year of Juju Smith Schuster. You have Antonio Brown. You have Le'Veon Bell, I think. And you have <laughs> James. Washington, who Mike Tomlin is saying could have just as good a year as Juju Smith-Schuster's rookie season. Roethlisberger always gets it done. And this is the best pair of wide receivers he's had since Antonio Brown and Mike Wallace and Juju and Antonio. Uh, he's he's just a lock. I think this is the swan song from Ben. Uh, I don't think he plays much past this year. And if he does, I think he falls off. But I think he's got one more big-time production season in him. And I never bet against Ben Roethlisberger or the Steelers as much as I hate it. Ben Roethlisberger is my number nine. I'll, I'll support that with just saying we already know what he has. And James Washington puts up PlayStation numbers in college. And I can't imagine him being terrible in the NFL. He doesn't have to be great. I just can't imagine him being terrible. Now you can go. Is it my turn? Yes, can Raspy. I, can, get the Jimmy G out of your throat and finish this show. Can I take my turn? Yes, all right. So, it's Matt Ryan. <laughs> Matt Ryan. <laughs> he was 15 last year in most formats. Year before that, top five. I'm struggling right now. No doubt. <clears throat> All right. Year before that, top five. Year before that, <laughs> yeah. top five. Year before that. Yeah. yeah, I think he figures it out. He's Julio, we all said it. He He's aging a little bit, but he's still Julio. He is an elite r- wide receiver. When he needs to throw the ball... He, he can get open and he throws the ball to Leo Jones. Calvin Ridley is going to walk into that number two job and be an absolute threat for 1,000 yards uh, from day one. He's going to be a, th- he's a great wide receiver. They still have Muhammad Sanu. That's a great wide receiving core. Great wide receiving core. You kick in, you kick in Austin Hooper, who's a very capable tight end, decently capable tight end. Matthew Ryan's going to be just fine. That's who I ended up my top ten on. Arms, who is number 10? I for? tend to agree with you, my guy. Not afraid to work with an inferior unit compared to his predecessors, Jimmy G. Where is Derek yeah. Carr? Oh, I, he was on that list, I'm telling you. <laughs> He's not on the list. Okay. All right. The only people I shuffle around, I shuffle around uh, Breeze, Cousins, Luck a little bit, but yeah, no, he's not on the list. I got you. I got you. Okay, so Jimmy G for the same reasons we we mentioned before, I take it. Jimmy G for the win. Jimmy G for the win. All right, so rounding it out, my number 10, I'm not going with the veteran. I'm going with the guy that's going to edge out Drew Breeze in fantasy points. Who's going to edge out Philip Rivers in fantasy points? I'm glad you mentioned Philip. Who's going to edge out Matt Ryan and Derek Carr and Eli Manning, guys that were on the fringe of breaking into the top 10 for us? And uh, Jared Goff is my dude. The weapons. Thank you. The weapons. Gurley, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Brandon Cooks, a couple of young tight ends that you never know. One of them could break out, and Tyler Higby and Gerald Everett. They just have Moxie. That team is going places. They made it far 
into the playoffs last season uh, with a, a fresh young team and a fresh young nucleus, and they're another year into the game. Sean McVay is, Sean McVay is a beast. Jared Goff, I don't know how good he really is. Is it the cast? Is it Goff? But he, he was much improved last season, and I can't see him reverting back to that rookie year. So Jared Goff, to me, right there at number 10. He actually finished shortly after that in most formats last year. I love me some golf this year. Thank you. Thank thank you for including us. He's choking up a lot over here. He's crying. So, God, I love the passion on this show. A couple of big omissions. I didn't have Cam nor uh, Brady. I don't think you had either one of them in yours, did you? Wow. I didn't even notice that. I didn't have Cam, but I, I, I defended why. I don't eh. – all right. I'm just – yeah, I, those, just uh, kind of notable omissions uh, for a little bit of a roundtable. Glad you mentioned you. Phillip and Rivers. I didn't, I didn't have Phillip Rivers in mind. And it, Phillips uh, Rivers is one of those guys kind of in the mold of Matthew Stafford, not quite as productive usually, but, yeah, very consistent. But yeah. this is all to the point of – Some of these guys have to age out at yeah, some point. You – you can wait on quarterback is, is the whole point of me thinking of looking at this top 10, even top 14. You can wait on quarterback and still get a great quarterback. Yeah, you can wait uh, you know, till QB 20 to draft Eric Carr. I feel like there was another big omission. Mm, Andy Dalton? <laughs> That's not really a big omission. I omitted Kirk Cousins because I think he finishes right outside the top 10. All yeah. right, maybe I missed it. I think you hit it with Eli and Phillip and yeah, we got it. Okay. Bang. Okay, let's go. All done. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. It's that simple. We all done. All right. Good night. Uh, good, good night. We'll it's good morning. Good, they they good, listed on the way to work and the way back. It's yeah. good night whenever they hear the end. I don't even know if it's posting today. We just did the debate episode. We may just hold this one in the reserve tank until yep. tomorrow or something. I don't know. Yep. Have a good something, everybody. Yeah. Everybody go out there and live your lives like you're Jimmy G and just, just take care of business. Living it up. Living it up. See ya. He blessed the rains down in Africa. This concludes another episode of the Back Row Fantasy Show. Thanks for listening, and be sure to give us a review.